We need it, don't we? Give him a good Bendale welcome. God bless you. Appreciate you. Love you. Come on, let's love Jesus some more. You hadn't done enough yet. God's moving. God's moving. He's working. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Sit down. It is 730 Praise God. I think uh, I think God's trying to get us in a place where we can listen, don't you? On the cusp of uh, seeing things that you've always wanted to see but hadn't seen yet. And some of you that's really seen some things, you're going to see some things that you've never seen either. Because God's not limited in what he can and will do. Um, I got a whole lot I can say tonight. I mean, it's, I can't be short. You know that. I just, and, uh, but if I could, I, I, I would just like to maybe just talk a minute. <laughs> if that's all right with y'all. I'm not going, I'm not going to get into, uh, all of this, um, but uh, but uh, but God is uh, is is definitely trying to take us to a to a dimension in Him that um, somehow or another we have we have thought of ourselves as though we can't get there that that was uh, that's for the elite in God or or. Uh, that's for a different time and era when the Holy Ghost was first poured out and special miracles were wrought, it says, by the hand of Paul. Uh, but I don't read where it ever said that uh, after they passed off the scene that I would quit doing exploits, that I would quit working miracles. But I think it uh, says that as long as uh, the Spirit of God is in the earth, uh, that the children of God would do exploits, that they would do wonders and signs. And I think Joel says it kind of like this, that, that the tree that was eaten down to the ground by an army that the Lord has sent 
He said, that tree is going to bud and blossom forth and it's going to grow back. And it's going to be just like it was when the enemy came or when God's army came and eat it down. And everything that the first church had, when Jesus comes again, he's coming back for that same kind of church with that same kind of faith because there's only one kind of faith and there's only one kind of faith that's going to get you out of here. And so we got to make up in our minds tonight who we're going to serve and who we're going to sell our allegiance to and, and who's going to garner the most of our time and our attention. Because the time demands it. I said something. I said something to my wife today and I, yesterday, today. I think it was today. How many of you have ever heard of a scrying mirror? Anybody ever heard of a scrying mirror? S-C-R-Y-I-N-G. Scrying mirror. So none of you is dabbled in the occult, thank goodness. And uh, it, if you look it up, it's a little bitty thing that's uh, like a black uh, mirror. And they use them in uh, practices to conjure up spirits or beings or things. And it's it's and the, and the guy that I heard mentioned this, uh, he he says that's why he got rid of his TV a long time ago because the world and the focus that you see because to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey his servants you are and. Uh, you can't say, well, I'm not going to do that, and I can't, I won't, and I, and I, no, 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 no. When you yield yourself and your flesh to the things of the flesh and the world, then you have a master that tells you what you're going to do because you've already said, okay, I allow you by your actions and just going on with them. And, and so you're telling him, I allow you to have control of what I'm going to be. I'm, I want you to have access into me and my spirit. That's why Jesus said, no man can serve two masters. You're serving somebody. You're serving them somehow. And that's why it is imperative. It is the most important thing in your life is, is to make the decision, a conscious decision and a physical decision. That in my mind and in my body, I'm going to serve the Lord. You can't desire it and think about it and do nothing to get you to the place where you can be overcomer and not be a servant of sin. It's... it's 
This is a heaven and hell issue. There is no other thing to say about it. You're either going to be for God and listen to his commandment or you're not going to listen to God and you're going to be a servant of sin and a servant to sin is a servant of Satan and a servant of Satan might as well worship Satan or be a part of witchcraft. Told the Sunday school class this morning, it's the Word of God. Uh, if you're rebellious and you can't listen to what God would say and you can't hear the man of God that's in your life, you're being rebellious and you might as well go out and get your Ouija board and ask Satan, your God, to direct your path. For rebellion is, is a sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is idolatry and wickedness. And so I, I was saying that, and, and uh, I got one right here. I got a scrying mirror right here. When that thing getting on, what color is it? It's black, just like that scrying mirror. And they're all, from way back, they're all different sizes and shapes and all that stuff. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Anybody ever heard that in a little fairy tale? All the time the fairy tales teach their little babies about the occult. Well, Brother Ford, it's just a fairy tale. Yeah, I know. And that's the way they do it. It's just a fairy tale. That's why we say, get on your knees and say, Lord Jesus, now I lay me down to sleep. I give my soul into thy hand to keep. And I know if I die before I wake, my soul you're going to take. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. Not mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Hey, that's all about the flesh. Listen to it. It's about, uh, oh, I'm the best. I'm, I look better than they do. I have a better mind than they've got. I, I've got it going on and they don't. I know what they can't understand. And I'm all of that. Yeah, you're all of that. And on your way. And you got a, a first class ticket on the train to outer darkness. And so my wife said something to me. It, it kind of shocked me. Because every once in a while, she'll just floorboard me. You know, I, you know sometimes you, you just walk around with your head in the cloud and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, she, she, can't, she don't half listen sometimes. And her half listening hears more than I hear. And I don't think she's hearing nothing. She's... Probably hearing it all. And <laughs> I, I, I got to be focused. Or she'll say, I told you that two or three times the other day. I said, you did? She said, yeah. I said, well, well I, I'm just now hearing it. <laughs> hey, you know what's that like? like what, what, what that's like with God. And I was telling her, I said, they've used the means of, and this guy said, that's why I got rid of my TV years ago. He said, it's a means of them conjuring things into your mind. and your. He said, they've been, and he's, this guy is no way, shape, or form a godly type person or that you would spout a lot of religious stuff. And I've only come across him a time or two. And, 
And so uh, Sugar Doodle says, I said, and all these devices we got, we got them in our pocket. We got them everywhere we go. They're sitting on our desk at the office at work. They're everywhere. They got them everywhere. They made sure that you, everywhere you go, there is one of those things that look like that and that they can use for their own purpose. That's what their agenda is. And my wife said something that just, it just, she says, yeah. She said, but I ain't worried about that. It can't cross the blood of Jesus. Said it can't cross the bloodline. And so that went to this. This is not, maybe some of, it's not, this is not this. Uh, I mean, knows the story of Achan. I mean, anybody ever heard of Achan? I mean, ever heard of, of the walls of Jericho. Who fit the battle of Jericho? Well, Josh back there. Well, not that one, but he's got the namesake. What did Achan do? Paul makes us... I just want to talk to us. All you... Folks has got these little babies, these little angel darling children that you've got, and you're raising them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. You better be careful because, look, the blood of Jesus is only efficacious enough if you use it to be efficacious. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. If he repent, let them call for the elders laying on their hands. They say to the sick, and if they commit a sin, it shall be forgiven. But you got to come. And so Achan, and, and Paul made a statement. He says, uh, uh, you husbands and wives, you be careful. And you, you, you live the way you need to live. And you, you, you give yourself to the Lord for a season, but don't be too long at it. Because the enemy will use everything, even in your work with God. He'll try to use that in the meantime to make inroads into your life. So don't be too far away from your companion for too long of a time, even in your, in your uh, communion with God, that you're away long enough that you can be drawn away by some other means. Oh, well, I'm getting real spiritual. Yeah, but that enemy don't care about He's after your soul. He's playing for keeps. He knows, yeah, they're trying to be spiritual, but I know what they are. Eve was in a garden. And she didn't have but one little problem to worry about. And that one little problem caused her to fall. I'm not trying to be down. I'm just trying to I'm, I'm, go, I'm just going to say a little bit and I'm going to be done because it's, it's getting late and, and all that stuff. And, and, uh, <laughs> but he says, and uh, he said, you got to keep yourself in the fear of God and, and live for God. He said, else are your children unclean. 
Now, what do you think would happen if your children are unclean? And God comes. So, when Achan took of the, the, the accursed thing, and he had to stand before the Lord and praise God, and give God glory, he's, and Achan was taken. Somebody says it's praise. He couldn't worship right. He, he couldn't worship right because he was found in fault. But he came and he says, you're taken. Give glory to God. What happened? What would you do? He said, I did it. I took this. I took that. I took the other. And I've done that. And it said that they took his tent. They took his babies, the stuff he took out of Jericho that was not supposed to be taken out. He said, don't you bring anything out of there. You leave it all in the city. He done it. He hid it in his tent. They took his tent. They took his wife. They took his little babies. They took them all. They took everything he owned, every cow, every dog, down to the little cat. And if there was any rats in the tent, they went with the tent. And they took them without the city in the, in the valley of Achor and they stoned them to death. So that tells me, mamas and daddies, make sure you keep a fire burning in your heart. Make sure you keep the Spirit of God alive and let it be the forefront between your eyes. Let it be for frontlets as they did in the Old Testament. He said, you take the law, you write it in their heart, but I won't I tell you what you do. You put a fair miter on the head of Moses and you let it hang there and you let there be a, a plate that hangs between his eyes and you put the Word of God if you have to and let it place it between your eyes so that when you walk it'll remind you here O Israel the Lord our God is one Lord and thou shalt love him with all thy everybody say I'll love him with all my heart with all my soul with all my mind and with all my strength and it's a reminder That the lives of my babies until a certain age, they are dependent on me to walk with God and to keep my life right and to keep my spirit right so that when God calls, that they'll be clean because of me because they're under the umbrella of the glory and the blood of Jesus Christ as long as they're under my house and under my rule and my authority. I don't know what that age is. All I know is it ought to frighten every one of you that's got little babies. And it ought to be a warning. It's a warning. I'm telling you, Brother Ford's warning you right now. Be careful what you let them babies get a hold of and hook to. Well, Brother Ford, it's I know it is. It's part, it's part of our lifestyle. All of these things. It's not just that. It's everything in your life. How is it that good thinking people, now you listen to me. I wonder about this. 
I come up in the age where, where the, uh, the weed culture. And when I was coming up into my teenage years, right before I become a teenager, they had Woodstock. And they had all the drugs that was coming out. And they were, oh, it was being psychic. This, the weed, LSD, and all the pills, and all of this, and all, and the drug culture, and the, and the hippies, and all of that stuff. And I, and I come up through that. You know what? I don't know what marijuana tastes like to this day because there was something that got a hold of me and said, there's something that ain't right about that stuff. And they put the fear of God in me, say, hey, boy, you mess with that and it's drugs it's gonna mess you up hallelujah and i'm telling you today i don't know what an able-bodied man a woman to do that's got a good mind that can get hooked up on this stuff they call meth and crack why would you do that oh i'm mad i'm telling you i'm i'm mad i'm mad at the devil I hate the effect I see it, drugs and alcohol. They can't seem to get broke free of it. But I'm telling you, in this place, when they come here, we got to have the goods. We can't be like the man in the Word of God. He said, my friend has come, and he's hungry, and I have no bread in the house. We need the bread of God in this place. We need the water of life flowing in this place. And I think tonight, I think tonight could be the start of that. Sister Glenda, it's coming. The breakthrough. It's here. And it's getting strong. It's going to get stronger. It's going to get stronger. If you want to be a part of this, you better get in. Because everything that can be shaken, it will be shaken. Well, hallelujah. He, 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 he's he's going to bust up the fallow ground. You better be ready for the busting. I mean, want God to bust you up so that he can pour the seed in and it can grow. Hallelujah. So the word of God, that you can, it can get down in here and it'll germinate and it'll bring forth the glory and the kingdom of God. That that tree that Joel spoke about that was eaten down would come alive in you and there would be the fruit of the spirit on your limbs to heal the nations. Told the Sunday school class this morning. Uh, now faith. How many know what? It was on front of our little thing. Anybody in here quote Hebrews 11 and 1? Called the Hall of Faith. Now faith is. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence 
of things not seen. What substance? What's evidence? The evidence of things not seen. And then it answers your questions in that same chapter a little later. It says here, By faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. How many of you have seen Jesus before? How many shook his hand? How many of you have seen Jehovah God, the omnipresent spirit, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ? The spirit that filleth all time and space that is right now in the garden still. Maybe he's outside the garden before he created the garden and he's just talking to Adam out there. And Eve is not yet. He's there. He's still there. He's still can. Carry on that same conversation if he pleases. He's there, but he's also in that new Jerusalem city where once sitting on the throne, he's, he's right now reaching and taking that book that's sealed, it's written within, and sealed on the backside with seven seals. He's reaching now and getting that book out of the hand of him that sits on the throne, the lamb that was slain. So he's... So faith is the substance of things. How many of you got things you prayed for for a long time? That hope that you've got, that's your substance. That's your substance. I know what I want, and I'm hoping, because if you got it already, why would you yet hope for it? 
You don't need faith for something you got in your hand. He said, it's what you're hoping for. It's what you're asking for. It's what you're believing for. And, and I'm going to have it because the Word of God said that He'd give me the, the, the desires of my heart. And that if I ask anything in His name, believe it. He said, it will be done for me. That He'll give me that. I'm telling you, if you'll trust God today, if you'll get a hold of the Word of God, He will do the unimaginable. He will do what other people think is unthinkable. That is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. That ain't near about right. That one of them Bufordisms right there, Brother Nathan? That is right. Hallelujah. I mean, fired up. Did you know that, like Brother Philip said, 3,000 received the Holy Ghost in one day? And I know that there was a lot of people come. It was on a feast day, and there was thousands of people there. I understand that. Where was this guy at? Toyota place? Where was that at? Down here on the coast? No, I'm coming up there. Okay? Draw you a circle about 60 miles out, 50 miles out. Just draw it 40 miles, but 50, 50 miles out. How many people is in that circle? How many of y'all listen to what Sister Buford was saying this morning, some of that? You got you to be willing to let your truck get dirty. Have to wash the mustard off of it with stuff. Wipe up coffee. Clean up junk. Might be spit them and all kind of other mess. What are you willing to do? And what would you put, what price would you put on a soul. That's what God wants to know. And he knows. He knows the price that you're putting on. He don't have to ask that question. I do. You know who else has to ask that question? You have to ask yourself that question. And then you have to ask yourself this question. What's the price. That I'm willing to pay. To be obedient to God. And his word through the mouth of your preacher or the man of God that's in your life. We're on our way. Hallelujah. But in one instant and moment of time, in two weeks time, three weeks time, God could cause something to happen. Or there could be a, just even an assembly of some sort. 
And for whatever reason, something happened. And it draw people by the hundreds to this place because of something that happened in their midst because the power of God was made manifest and they've been looking all their life for something that satisfies and they've never been able to find it outside of Jesus Christ because there's nothing that can satisfy what God made except God himself. And so, Pastor Moore, I'm with you. I've done up my number two. I'm, I'm with Brother Phillips. It's 500 now. It ain't 300. How many are going to be willing to rock the baby? And the burp of baby. Yeah, you're going to get a little spit up on you, maybe, but how I many are willing to wipe it off? Hey, hallelujah. Wipe it off and just keep on going and keep on praying. Keep on believing. Keep on walking. Well, thank you, Brother Ford. All right. Praise God. Praise God. There's no doubt the Lord's working for us. Amen. And uh, for this church to be what he desires it to be. And we believe in God for that. Amen. All right. I'm sure. Got any birthdays? No birthdays? Okay, Coach. Birthday time, ain't it, buddy? <laughs> Anyone else? Don't want to miss nobody. Birthday, birthday. All right, let's sing happy birthday to Colton here tonight. a good hand. Praise God. <laughs> and I'll tell him what God might do for him. He's willing to give it all back. Anniversaries. Anniversaries. Okay.
God. Praise God. All right. Don't forget Wednesday night service. I want to say one thing. How many noticed in our lesson this morning that something had just kept whenever God sent Moses? What did God call the Israelites? What did he call them? Go back and read it. Watch this. He said, my army, more than one time. Now, our idea of an army, there wasn't a sword. They wasn't the first weapon. They wasn't anything there. And this Israelite come out of Goshen. But God called them his army. He said, I'm bringing my army out. Folks, I have a feeling God's raising up an army in Bendale, Mississippi for the kingdom of God. Let's work for him. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. God bless you. You're just dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you tonight.